The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds, 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It is the Blitz here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. He's Joe Ryanago. I'm Jason Menix on a football Friday at a Hero Stadium. Our good friend Andrew Monaco in Tennessee getting ready for a big game tomorrow. The voice of the Aggies joining us now on the Buyers Barricades at Guest Line. Uh, Friday in Tennessee, what's on the agenda today? I just finished walkthrough, so now it's uh, dinner plans, eating, drinking, sleeping, <laughs> game tomorrow. How about that? So, so Andrew, I just want to know: Do you, do, when you walk down the street, do you hear "Rocky Top"? Okay, I'm just wondering. Yeah, and we're going to hear it a lot tomorrow too. Oh well, you you will. And again, I mean, you think about Nashville. You think about Memphis. Knoxville. I've never been to Knoxville. Never have. I, I mean, uh, and, you need and to again, come. Is it? I mean, I mean, I know a lot of uh, yeah. San Antonio types went a couple of weeks ago for the UTSA Tennessee game, and everybody said they had a great time. But uh, yeah. until the game started, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have they have a knack of doing that at Neyland Stadium. Now they they make that miserable. I think it's one of the great places in college football. I lo- I love this town, and I was just talking to a buddy of mine. We had lunch today. And I said, I don't know how a recruit says no to the campus, to this town. Uh, My good friend Charles Davis, who's now on CBS, he went to Tennessee, and he clued me in a little bit. I I think it's one of the great stops in the the SEC. It's fun to come here. It was no fun three years. It was fun, the game, but it was COVID, and we didn't get to experience all of it. Uh, and Tennessee wasn't very good then. I, I'm looking forward to the, you know, the true experience. They're going to have a, they're going to checker it out tomorrow. So that should be a lot of fun. I, I think it's one of the great stops. It's fun to come here for basketball, hard to win in Thompson Bowling. It's fun to come here for baseball, also tough to win with the, with the way that is. But I think it's a great campus, and I think it's a, a place that you really should visit if you if you have one of those bucket list type things. I would try to get a ticket here as well. All right. Well, we'll do. Well, speaking of good times, obviously tonight's going to be good, but then uh, you got to wake up tomorrow and play a football game. First of all, just looking back, how disappointed uh, are the Aggies after last week? I mean, that was a winnable football game at College Station yeah. last week, and, and it didn't happen. Is there a lot yeah. of disappointment among the football team, Andrew? Yeah, there is, and, and, and it's, a, it's a good disappointment. It's not a you-quit disappointment. It is a good disappointment. You had your opportunities. And the, one of the last things that Jimbo Fisher said is, you know, we're the better team. Play like it. Well, they didn't, but Alabama did. And, and, I, and I'm just being fair. They took advantage. All the key moments, Alabama made the plays. Texas A&M did not. But they were there. That's the thing. The plays were there for them, and you stay in that game. But, again, that's that fine line between winning and losing. Now you get the opportunity again. Here comes that gauntlet, right, as we talk about in the schedule. It's finally here. Now you have to come on the road where you have to be, you have to be even better when you're on the road against a team that you've not really seen this style before, the adjustments. It's still going to be physical, but Tennessee likes to play with a whole lot of tempo. Now, you know how I always like to turn it around. 
I'm not sure Tennessee's played a team as physical as the Aggies on the defensive end. So as I say that, I think it's intriguing. You can practice tempo all you want until you have to face it. And then you realize, wow, they're a little faster than, than we think. Things like that. And you think you're physical until you have to do it on every snap. I think that becomes a fascinating matchup. Which school plays to their identity tomorrow afternoon? Andrew Monaco, the voice of the Aggies, joining us here on the Blitz. A&M against Tennessee tomorrow afternoon. You look at the Aggies on the road, uh oh, and then you look at the <laughs> Aggies against a mobile quarterback. How do you walk out of that stadium tomorrow night with a win? Stop the running game first and foremost for Tennessee, and, and that includes Joe Milton. Actually make him a thrower. Now, here's the advantage. They, were a, they have been able to keep quarterbacks in the pocket this year. And I think that's the next progression for this, uh, for this defensive line and this front seven, if you will. Because if you pursue too aggressively on the outside, you're going to give Joe Milton a chance to, to uh, um, escape that pocket. Is he K.J. Jefferson? No, he's a little different. He actually throws the ball farther than K.J. I, look, I was impressed with Jalen Milrow last week. He made those throws which I had not seen. We didn't see that a year ago. That's where he really grew up. Can you stop this running game, though? Because ultimately, that's what this tempo for Tennessee is. They want to run over 200 yards a game rushing. They've got a stable of backs who are all quick and physical. They can get to the line as well. And the short passes that they have actually act as runs as well. Stop the running game and make Tennessee have to throw the ball, that gives you an opportunity. But I think having to play mobile quarterbacks in the past and having that kind of discipline, because they've done that in the past, they really have not been hurt very much by the run. They're still going to get hurt every once in a while. But by having that experience of doing it so far in every game in the SEC could be a good sign for tomorrow. You know, Andrew, I'm just curious because not only is it is it Neyland Stadium, which is allowed, there's going to be, what, 100,000 people uh, filling that place tomorrow. National television game on CBS tomorrow afternoon. Does Jimbo ever address that with the players? Are you talking about the noise? Or well, the just noise the, uh, and just, uh, I mean, all eyes are going to be on the Aggies and the Volunteers yeah. tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. I mean, the entire country will be watching that. Joe, that's part of the recruiting uh, pitch. This, if you want to play at Texas A&M, this is why you come here. You want to be on CBS every Saturday. You want to be ESPN's prime game every Saturday. That's what you get. And that's the difference. You know, that's how college football has evolved is that you get a chance. Your parents get to watch you. You don't have to always come to the game. Now, the parents will, but that, that, this is part of the pitch. This is why you play in the SEC. This is, this is why you go to programs like this because if, this is see to me it's part of the moment and at no point has the moment been too big but this is why when you dream about playing you dream about playing against Alabama in front of 108,000 at Kyle Field you dream about you don't dream about the non-conference game you do when it's your first time out of the tunnel you know what I mean but this is what when you if you want to play here and you want to play in the league on Sundays yeah, that's that's all part. That's part of the recruiting pitch. And when you're successful in games like this, and you're successful, you have to be able to be an underdog, and then you have to learn to play. Part of the progression: how do you play with that number next to your name? And when that number gets smaller, and you get everybody, you get the target on your back. How do you play there? You have to have the right mentality there. But no, he's absolutely upfront when it comes to this. Of this is now your moment. 
Go do what you do best. Trust yourself and trust your teammates. It, it's part of the message to him. He has, he's not shy about telling them how good a team they are. He, I think he reinforces that message to them. Now they just have to play like it. Andrew Monaco, the voice of the Aggies, I'm going to ask you a very unfair question based on that answer. Because it's one thing for the coach to tell the players, this is your moment. I think on paper, A&M is a better team than Tennessee. But then I look at Jimbo Fisher, and on fourth and one, what is that guy going to do in his moment when he has to make the decision? Because a lot of times when I see A&M lose, I, I, I'm looking at just some of the decisions that he makes as the head coach. I think players play, but like last week, there were some opportunities there where if he was a little bit more aggressive, maybe A&M wins that game against Alabama. Is Jimbo ready for the moment at Tennessee? Are you talking the fourth and one at the 45? Yeah. That one, the second, the second, fourth and one? Yeah, I, I understand that. I thought there's two ways to think about this. I thought this, that could have been the moment, uh, the I call it the Isaiah Spiller moment, the fourth and two against Florida when Spiller scores the touchdown run. And when that call went into the offensive line, they were, they were pumped. But here's where, remember the last time Nick Constantino had punted from that situation, he dropped that wedge right on the one. The difference between that half yard and Bryce Anderson, it's just going over that goal line. If you pin Alabama at the one there or inside the five, let's say, and then you allow that defense there, that can also be a momentum change. I think that was trusting his defense. The fourth and one earlier at the 19, that one was disappointing, Jimbo said, because one, they didn't convert on the third and one. And then the fourth and one, they had the play call, give Alabama a lot, a lot of credit. He did not want to give Alabama the ball back at the 45 right there in case it doesn't. And when you've got Nick Constantino, more times than not, he's going to land that baby inside the five. That, that did not happen. You, it's, it's, it's funny because he, we, we talked about this in his office. You know, the analytics say one thing, your gut says another, and how do you balance both of them at the same time? And to me, that's a trust. See, this defense thinks that even when you punt, you put Alabama there – they feel like that's advantage to them, and they carry that momentum of that punt, and then they say, we're going to do our job and get you the ball back. It didn't work out. I, I totally get that. And there were some people who were disappointed. Andrew let, me, let, with Andrew, let me interrupt you. How much of an analytics guy is Jimbo? I know there are some coaches that are 100% analytics, like Eric Morris at North yeah. Texas. And, and then yeah. there are others that have the info, but they still coach coach uh, based on right. their experiences. Is Because if you're telling me Jimbo's an analytics guy, and that's what the analytics no, say, no, no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Okay. No, he's, no it's, it's how much information can you have? He's going to take all the information and see. A lot of it's still gut, though, Jason. A lot of it's gut from being a head coach, you know, from coaching with Nick and with Les Miles, with Terry Bowden, with Bobby Bowden. You know what I mean? Like, you, you take all of that. But he doesn't ignore the information that he's allowed to get. But you know what? In that situation, when you think about it, and this is for any coach. It's not just for Jimbo. Fourth and one. You don't call timeout and go ask, oh, what does analytics say here? That's the thing about the head coach is the decision <laughs> is instantaneous. You know what I mean? And, and again, there was that, there was a, you know, the slight hesitation and I get it, but you're going to trust your punter is going to do that. Unfortunately, he didn't look Alabama's still at the 20, you know what I mean? And, and they make that play again, looking back, do you go for it? Uh, two things. What if you get stopped again? Although I have confidence that they could, that they could make it, but you got to make that decision instantaneous. 
I wasn't bothered by it because I've seen that I've, I've seen Nick drop that punt right there, and you just trust your defense, which was stopping Alabama's run, and now you have Milrow in that place having to throw from his end zone. I, I would take my chances on that, and there's still a lot of time left in that game. The lack of execution is what hurts Jimbo, and, and you know, and as you know, all coaches are going to say this. Look, well, we that's, coach that's, that's, that's a good point, Andrew. I, I mean, is, is is it a trust issue at that point? That Jimbo's not quite sure if his uh, if his team's going to be able to do that or not to get that yard. Yeah, it's, I, I think it's also I think it's also the trust that the special teams are going to get their job done. Also, you know what I mean. But no, that's something that has to be fixed. That's got to be fixed. You've got to be able to pick up that yard, Joe. When you think about it, if you're going to put your offense in the position that you're in third and short, you got to get the first down. There's a reason why you talk – and, again, third down success is because of first and second down success, right? You want to be in third and short. You don't mm-hmm. want to be in third and long. So when you get in third and short, you've got that's, – that's the next step now to be able to do that. Look, again, Alabama's got a terrific defense. I get it. I, I trust this offensive line. I trust this defensive line by Texas A&M. You know how physical. You've got to earn everything right there. The trust comes in that, hey – we're going to put this now in the defense with them pinned back. Unfortunately, they weren't pinned. But, no, that's, that's part of it. That's the stuff that you work on over the course of the week. Okay, we're going to try this. We're going to bring in Demetrius Crownover, and we're going to overload the right side, and we're going to run to that side. Or You saw the, the touchdown by Le'Veon Moss when you put a, a, a right tackle in that backfield, and he's an extra blocker to get Le'Veon in, in the end zone. Those are the things that you work on so you can convert and let this offensive line come together. And then in that moment, you say, we're going to trust you. We're going to go for it. That's part of a team coming together, of a line coming to gel and not giving, you know, again, sometimes play calling, you think with coaches, you think negatively, right? But there, the positive was, we're going to give Alabama the ball. Yeah, but we're going to put them in the field position we want and then say that that defense could attack. I, I would love to have seen, you know, Alabama on the one and maybe a safety or, you know, a, a turnover there. It didn't happen. And those are the key moments where those moments have to be won by Texas A&M going forward. A&M against Tennessee in Knoxville tomorrow. Kickoff at 2.30, pregame at 1.30 here on your home for Texas A&M football. 94-1 San Antonio Sports Star brought to you by Ewall, Kubota, Just Pots, ABC Home and Commercial Services, and the Angry Elephant there at 281 and Redland Road. Andrew Monaco here in Tennessee. I trust barbecue is on the menu tonight for dinner. I hadn't thought about that. I was thinking, you know, a nice, a nice, a nice steak with something red to go with that. But now you, now you got me wanting barbecue, my friend. Now stay with the steak and, yeah. and something red. I think you got hit I, it on I the head. I mean, look, I, I know in Nashville, uh, Martin's. I, I, I know, uh, you know, some, some spots <laughs> in Memphis. I don't have a barbecue recommendation for Knoxville. So, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, go get steak yourself and a good steak. Red, yeah. uh, absolutely, that sounds like a a far better uh, meal. I'm I'm ready for it. I'll let you know how it goes. Andrew, Monaco, always appreciate it. Have a good call tomorrow. Enjoy that steak tonight. Thank you, my friends. Appreciate it. Andrew Monaco on the Buyers Barricades guest line where they provide traffic control, rental, and sales for San Antonio and beyond online at buyersbarricades.com.